This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Let's talk for a little while about lost truth. So in our homeschool, we have always done Bible readings, and they're a bit cyclical. So over the years, we've read things a couple different times. And I always remember one time when we were reading Second Chronicles. Now, I would dread reading some of those Old Testament stories to the kids, because the first time I went through it with my oldest, Zoe, she just had these incredible reactions to the stories in the Bible book. She would have heartbreak in her eyes as each time I read a heading about a new king, she would ask, does this one love God? And all too often, I would have to say, no, baby, this one did what was wrong in the eyes of God. It can be a really sad history to read. But this particular week, we got to the story of Josiah in Second Chronicles chapters 33 and 34, a king that sought after God, who tore down the high places, who had the house of the Lord cleaned and ordered and ready for service. And I love this part of the story. When they were preparing the temple for service again, the priests and Levites found the book of the law of Moses in a wall where presumably it had been hidden to avoid destruction by some devout man of generations past. But when? How long ago? No one knew it was there. Worse, no one seemed to know it was missing. So, I mean, let's think about this. One copy of these words from God himself, presumably, because no one remembered what it said anymore. So it wasn't as if they just found a stray copy. They seem to have found the copy, the way to know what God expected of them, had been gone, missing, vanished, buried under generations of rubble, under disbelief, under hatred, under the constant battle between those who served God and those who sought after Baal buried under generations of rubbish. Then found again. The priest rushed it to King Josiah and read it to him. And Josiah tore his clothes because he finally realized how wrong they'd all been. He begged God for mercy. He called all the people to come and hear the Lord's word. And they came. They repented. They rejoiced. They held a Passover for the first time in generations. In this day and age, in our country, we have the Word of God everywhere. I mean, I have a whole shelf full of Bibles, every translation you can imagine. I have a smartphone and a computer, so I can access every literal translation at my fingertips anytime I want. We have the Word of God all around us. But how often is it still buried? Buried under generations of rubble, under disbelief, under hatred? under the constant battle between those who serve God and those who serve the world, buried under generations of rubbish. The walls covering it now are kind of worse, aren't they? Because they're metaphorical, invisible. And as I always say, an invisible enemy is the scariest enemy. This enemy doesn't need to destroy the physical books, because instead he can distort our understanding of it. How much more effective is that? How many lies does the modern church believe? God doesn't do that anymore. That was only for the first century church. Or let's get a little more specific. When God warns against loving money, he's talking to the really rich, not to me. He doesn't ask all of us to give things up. 
that warning over there, that's for someone else. We are so quick to read a warning in the New Testament and try to figure out who else it applies to. But I say this, our first question should always be, Lord, am I guilty of this? If so, forgive me and show me how to fix it. It took those priests and Levites months to purge the temple building of years worth of garbage in Second Chronicles. Purification is not a quick process. It took the messengers months to spread the word to the people. But the truth did spread. And in this case, happily, it prevailed. They tossed out all the trash. They burned it. More, and this really struck me as I read it, they ground it all up to dust and scattered the dust to the winds. How is that for symbolic action? What's cluttering up our faith these days? What walls have we shoved it into? What idols and trash and abominations have we let pile up in front of it? What truths are we ignoring? When we find one, I pray we don't just shove it aside a little, rearranging it. I pray we break it down, grind it to dust and scatter it to the wind. I pray we fall to our knees and repent, seeking God with a brand new fervor. I pray we take whatever time is needed to purify ourselves and to fill our ears with his truth. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Tees and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.